It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm experiencing deja vu. And on today's show... The FTC is investigating why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken. Can they also investigate why Apple Jacks don't taste like apples? You know, Hitler's problem was he was just never read Pride and Prejudice. If you play the Mojo in the Morning show backwards, it says cut off your penis. Ugh. Mumbling is a turn-on for women? Then why am I so fucking articulate? Man pees on Dairy Queen counter. I guess he misheard and thought it was an upside down or it's pee promotion. And woman arrested for using fake Moderna, Moderna vaccine card to travel to Hawaii. Moderna? I haven't liked her music since the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I took that dare Moderna vaccine. Now I got pointy titties. I heard that this lady got the Moderna vaccine and ended up with a fake British accent and started practicing Kabbalah. And the Moderna vaccine only protects you against KFED 2000s. No. Which is a stretch, I think. Because I was. Well, Madonna <laughs> gave it to Britney when they kissed on stage, and that's how she caught KFED 2000s. That's 2000. how she that's, caught it. Yeah. Now, wow. It's, it spreads by um, being a disgusting, overused celebrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave Britney alone, please. Because <laughs> uh, it was a stretch because I went COVID, and then instead of Moderna and Moderna, COVID, Moderna, and Kavid. Kavid yeah. was like, hey, Fed. Yeah. Kavid did date Britney, right? He did. Okay. Kevin Federline was yeah. his, his, I don't know, his, his name. He might be dead now. I have no idea. The Federline. Wasn't that the uh, one of the ferry lines from uh, Ellis Island? To, no, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Wait. I just got an opportunity for a corn dog. What? I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Just stay here and like keep everyone busy. I'll be right back. Do I get a corn dog too? Uh, no. Jason, what? Where am I? It's Jeff from the future. Did you move to New Jersey? Listen, it's been a week. Things are crazy now. Shut up. Shut that up. I have a message for you. Tell Jeff to check the record levels when he records the podcast last week. Or this, when you're recording this podcast is what I'm saying. This week? Yes, now. The one you're recording now. I'm from the future. So I'm from the past? Yes. Righteous. Yes. Why are we in this crystalline palace? Uh, well, Laura brought the crystalline entity back to the past. It's going to be in Picard season two. Listen, listen, shut the hell up. Listen, if, if you don't remind him to record enable, you'll lose 10 minutes of the whole podcast, but just his audio. So I'm fine? Which is the best audio, in my opinion. Wait, tell me something. Okay. Have we got a better sound engineer in the future? No, but I have a long beard. In a week? Yeah, I told you, it's crazy. Is it because of the corn dog? It's because of Kevin Federline. You've got K-Fed? Beware of K-Fed 2000! Okay, listen. Ask Jeff when he gets back, where the hell do I put my keys? I can't find them. Like your cockies? Yeah, my cockies. Wait, are you from Jersey now? I don't know. It's from the past. It's where we live now. Good, shut up. Get out. Okay, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And uh, I, I think you're talking nonsense coming up. There we go. We're going we're gonna to pick up where we left off last time. With the corn dog? <laughs> yes. Oh, just deal with it. Remember the cockies. Got two more days and then... Got students. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's here. It's, it's here. here. <laughs> They're here. Yeah, I probably should, like, do some lessons or something. Oh, you haven't done that yet? And I, I don't love the first week of school because I never enjoy, like, the, they call it classroom culture building. Mm-hmm. You get to know you. Here's the procedures. Oh, let's read the syllabus. Like, I hate that. If I could skip the first week of school and just get right into the content. You have to read the syllabus. Got to make sure everyone knows the expectations. (sighs) Then why hand out the syllabus if you're just going to read it to them anyway? I mean, why do they make us click the yes, I've read the iTunes thing? For legal reasons, I assume. There you have it. Got to make sure we've we've told them so they (laughs) can say, well, I didn't know. I wasn't allowed to punch my neighbor. (laughs) <laughs> he was being a punk ass bitch <laughs> just make sure you tell them look this this section about um 
um, about copying someone else's work or plagiarism, you'll fail. Like, I'm not fucking around. I've done it so many times. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I might. I have a. I've cr I went to the meme generator and I took the Liam Neeson from Taken that says, uh, and I put, if you cheat, I will find you and I will fail you. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think I, I think that's what's in my slideshow because I, I I put like memes and shit up behind the board, like behind me on the board as I'm reading through it. So at oh, least yeah. there's something interesting to look at because right. everyone's syllabus syllabus is very similar. Right. And yet we all have to go through it. So I'm like, at least I can try and have some sort of entertainment going on. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So what you're saying is uh, you're, you have a similar syllabus, which is hard to say, by the way, um, mm -hmm. but you didn't plagiarize it. So it's OK. Correct. OK. Good. I mean, a lot of it, you t have to take the like the exact wording from the student handbook. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. Uh, make sure you give citations? Uh, I don't because it's a presentation, not a report. So, oh, ah, nice, nice. Yeah. Different kind of thing. Indeed. Well, if you, I tell my, yeah, go, I cite, I cited in the uh, the uh, comments at the bottom the speaker notes. Ah, nice. Page three. Well, if you've got some speaker notes, you can send them <laughs> to us via email at thehourpod at gmail dot com, or you can like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash thehourpod, or tweet us at thehourpod. I haven't seen many tweets this week. Well, but you were traveling. So, I was you know. busy. Well, I was extremely busy and mm -hmm. wait, waiting at airports and waiting on airplanes. And I'm kidding. Did I, you pay extra for the uh, airplane internet? I did not. Were you I, like, fuck it. It's 90 minutes. I can survive. I, yeah, I didn't. I actually paid. It was only like an extra $60 to fly first class. Oh, did you did you pay it? Yes, I did for sixty dollars. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's wonderful. I got a seat by myself. Uh huh. It was one of those. It was like one seat on the right, two seats on the left. I got the one on the right, seat one A. Was they bring you that basket of food around anytime you want? Yeah, but um, they uh, it was dark because it's a nighttime uh -huh. flight, and she didn't turn the uh -huh. lights on, so I didn't know what I was picking. So I got like a, yeah the rando. I got a granola bar. All right, and then she was like. Uh, I had a, a water bottle with me, and she's like, oh, it looks like you're going to have something to drink. Would you like a snack? I was like, sure. And then she went away, and I, I really wanted a Coke Zero. Mm -hmm. uh, or a, I'm sorry, a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, they're called now. <laughs> but You should have uh, just asked. I, I could have asked. I, I'm pretty so, sure you also get free booze. Yeah, uh, actually, um, maybe. I forget. So here's the thing. Um, I have anxiety, you know? And mm -hmm. flying is one of those like it's one of the like top five anxiety inducing things. Not because of the flying. I'm not afraid of crashing at all. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm kind of like it's all the other people around. I kind of hope to crash a little bit, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> it'll take out all these people. <laughs> yeah, it's all the people around, and it's so. For example, like um, so we're in line. Um, and mm -hmm. My anxiety. There's no reason for it. I understand. I get it. That's why it's anxiety disorder. Anyway, mm -hmm. so we're in line, or I'm in line for the uh, um, uh, security, right? Very, very anxiety-inducing for me. So I have my my license out, and I've got my phone with my boarding pass on it. You know, I'm ready. So there's only one person take like checking the licenses and stuff, and she, mm -hmm. I'm like next up in line. And she says, excuse me, can I have your attention? I don't need to see your boarding pass. I only need to see your license, which is strange. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. So I, I like locked my phone. I put it in my pocket, ready to go. And then right after she said that, another security lady came up and, and opened the second line. And so she brought me over there. And boy, let me tell you, she could not believe that I didn't have my boarding pass or didn't. <laughs> uh, she... Uh, I just gave her my license, and she goes, um, I need your boarding pass? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I, the other lady said. She goes, I need your boarding pass. So, yeah, like, that is, like, the worst. That's, like, anyway, so that's why I didn't ask for a Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that kind of thing that, that just amps my anxiety up. Um, yeah. And then fl Did you feel flying at night was a problem mm -hmm. because I had the whole day to think about and stress out about mm -hmm. the things that were going to happen. Having to fly? Yeah. yeah. Did you fly? Did you find flying in first class was less stress inducing than usual? Yes. That was you nice. like, oh, this is calm. It's quieter, right? It's, it's quieter. It was a, it was a dark, you know, it's nighttime flight. So mm -hmm. it was dark. Um, I didn't have to worry about like, I had got up and went to the bathroom 
midway mm-hmm. through the flight. Uh, I didn't have to worry about like bothering my neighbor or whatever to get up and stuff. So, yeah. I know. So we have flown first class once mm-hmm. and it was for our, it was going to be our 10th anniversary. We couldn't go on a trip for our 10th anniversary because we had a newborn uh, and we mm-hmm. knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And so for our ninth anniversary, we went on a cruise. Ah, and nice. so, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to have a nice thing. And it was the same kind of thing. It was like the upgrade to first class was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, and we were going all the way to Florida. So it was like oh. two and a half hour flight. I was like, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks to try first class. Yeah. And it was so nice. It was so quiet. Apparently there was some sort of like incident in the back of the plane with like, I don't even know. I can't remember. If it was like a medical something or yeah. shouting or something. Had no idea. That little curtain they pulled was made by <laughs> Bose or something because it was completely soundproof. There was an incident just... in, in steerage class back there. That you it was. Be bothered with. Yeah, we didn't care. We got to the lifeboats. It was all right. <laughs> Uh, well, I have some updates. Oh, wonderful. In episode 159, The Pain of Sterilization, The Agony of Sterilization, we were discussing how Jeopardy's executive producer, Mike Richards, would be replacing Alex Trebek. Yeah. Uh, and then in episode 160, we found that he was stepping down. Yeah. Uh, well, now he is out as executive producer as well. So he will no longer be executive producer for Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune. Incidentally, I saw a picture and I was like, he looks familiar. Why do I know? He was the host of the second season of Beauty and the Geek on the CW. Or <laughs> before it was CW. What was it called before that? U- UPN? UPN, yeah. So it was this, uh, it was called Beauty and the Geek, where they put a whole bunch of like models in a house, uh, kind of, it was kind of like a cross between like real world and like one of those challenge shows where they had to do things together. Uh, so they took like a bunch of models and a bunch of like super nerdy guys. And then they had to like team up and do like challenges and things like that, uh, I think, or just live together. I don't remember exactly, but the whole idea was like, you know, people from different areas that usually wouldn't interact would start interacting and see that, you know, models can be judged on their looks and so can geeks and like, it was a whole thing. It okay. was an amusing show. I enjoyed But yeah. he was the host of oh. the second season. So. Oh, good. So you're saying he has uh, um, the reason why he picked himself for, for the host is because he had experience. Oh, definitely. So it wasn't you know, just him. Same kind of thing. Same kind of thing, right? Himself. No, yeah. no. He was picking himself because he's a douchebag. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Also update, I still have about 40 hours of Olympic coverage to get through. Okay. So I mentioned that in episode 159. That's good to know. <laughs> Uh, in episode 161, you burnt my flipping cheese, grilled cheese. <laughs> that was hard for me to get out. Yeah. Uh, we were wondering if Hot and Now was still a thing. There is one Hot and Now left in existence. It is in Sturgis, Michigan, which is a little under two hours from us right now. Okay. Uh, burgers are a dollar nine. Cheeseburgers are a buck twenty nine. Uh, depending on what size fry you get, they're buck fifty to two nineteen. So. We could still go to a hot now. There were two. There was one in Sturgis and one in Bay City, and the one in Bay City burned down. Oh, and they just said, for, well, that's it for that one. Yep, that's it for hot now. <laughs> it's, it's hot and no longer. <laughs> hot and then. <laughs> uh, so we, we could do a road trip, and we could go try a hot now. Uh, the first store opened in 1984, and by 1990, there were over 100 locations. It topped out at 150. Uh, they sold it to PepsiCo oh. in 1984, or in 1990. So Pepsi owned it uh, and then they sold it and uh, some other like Burger Time or something like that owns it now. Interesting. So there you go. Okay. But I, so I, I checked their I've... Facebook page and even uh, up to a couple days ago, they're like, our credit card machine is down for some reason. So it's cash only. Oh, and then they're like, it's back up. <laughs> I'm glad they're active on social media. And they're very active. Lots of pictures. Yeah. It's very similar to Hot and Ready, Hot and Now. I feel like it, I, well, it's the hot Caesars. and ready of hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, well, Little Caesars wanted to do hot and now, but they, they couldn't, so they had to do hot and ready. Yeah. You see this new Little Caesars thing that's the, it's uh, supposed to be like a calzone mixed with a pizza. Isn't a calzone a folded up pizza? So literally all they're doing is they have a pizza and it looks like they folded the dough over on a couple of the slices of pizza. And they're calling oh, okay. it a new thing. I don't, I just sound, sounds like more dough to me. It's not what I want. So it's like the Scottish fold of pizzas. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm only there for the Italian cheese bread, so what right. do you do? Uh, 
Uh, we were also talking about in 161 uh, roller coaster accidents, and we said that one in 15 million roller coaster riders are severely injured. And we thought, wow, that doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, given how many. Well, there's 300 million per ride, roller coaster riders per year in the U.S. That means that the 20 people a year are getting seriously injured on roller coasters. You'd think we'd be seeing those more often. You would think so. Um, when I lived in Georgia, um, someone died on one of the, the coasters, um, one of the ones that you hang, like the rafter, hmm. like that type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they jumped in the enclosure to get a hat, and they got decapitated oh. by someone's leg or the coaster I or mean, something. It's not worth it. Leave the hat. It's not worth <laughs> the it. The hat was definitely not worth it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. And you, you could, like, um, where it happened, it was right next to the parking lot, and you could see, like, people saw it happen, you know, because they were just in the Ooh. parking lot. So they, like, kind of closed that whole area off and put a big, yeah. like, privacy-type fence up. How long ago was that? Oh, that was, I don't know, eight years ago, nine years ago. Yeah. But you it happened, like, two days before we went, too, so it was kind of creepy. That's crazy. We rode the ride. There was no blood. Well, they got good cleaner. Yeah. Uh, we were also uh, lamenting the terrible morning radio talk shows. Yeah. Uh, and I looked it up. Mojo in the Morning started in February of 2000, uh -huh. uh, which is right around the time I was talking about. It was like uh, oh. I was talking about listening to it in the factory. That was like shortly before I started working in the factory. Yeah. Uh, and then on 89X, they had Dave and Chuck the Freak. Okay. And I think originally it was like Laura, Dave and Chuck the Freak or something like that. They had a lady. And then she left. Uh, but they started in April of 2001. They are still on, even though 89X is not there anymore they yeah. like left before that in like 2015 and moved over to one of the other rock stations uh they're still on and now they're syndicated into boston oh so they are oh. not just a detroit show so people in two different cities can hear their stupid show <laughs> i never i don't know if i ever heard i'm sure i heard it but i was just I changed mean, it i used to listen to their show quite regularly and then i just got sick of like i was like you guys are stupid yeah and I don't like the things you say, and you're rude, and this is awful, and I'm not going to listen to morning shows anymore. <laughs> Twenty. They're the Jason reason. Driving in his contour. Just no, 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 no. Saying no. that, <laughs> saying that, like, just—it's <laughs> really funny saying it to his radio. I feel like it was in like 2005 or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was because I listened to them for quite a long time. Oh, okay. Um. Also, in numerous episodes, we've been keeping track of the bad things that happened during gender reveal celebrations. Yeah. Well. Recently, three schools in Rutherford County, Tennessee, were put on lockdown after an expectant father fired his weapon in the air during a gender reveal call. A, a gender uh, reveal phone call? Yes, they were talking to each like family members about it. Uh, so the soon-to-be father was calling relatives to reveal the gender of his child. The man then stepped outside and fired celebratory rounds into the air, and the expectant mother screamed out of excitement. A neighbor heard it and called 911. <laughs> Wow. Uh, someone's shooting and screaming over here. They're hooting and hollering. Yeehaw. <laughs> so there you go. Goes on lockdown. I have a few corrections as well. Okay. Uh, in episode 160, Duncan Salmon, we were talking about Mike Richards and the Jeopardy thing, and there was a unsure of how many episodes he filmed. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff was correct. He filmed five episodes in one day. Ah. So will be five episodes with Mike Richards. Uh, and then I guess, um, what is it? Bialik, my my Bialik. So there's Mayim another Bialik. guy. She's like I, one of the temps that's going to be doing it for a little temp, bit. Yeah, but I yeah. saw another guy uh, with dumb glasses um, this week that was on. Oh yeah, last week that was on there. Yeah, dumb glasses man. Yeah, I don't know his name. He had dumb glasses. Yeah. He wasn't very good. I don't know. I haven't watched Jeopardy since uh, Alex Trebek died. So yeah, it's it's the same uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but sometimes guest hosts are just like not good sometimes they ruin it this guy didn't ruin it he just wasn't exceptional you know like uh we watched the uh, pat sajak was like off the air for surgery for like a month yeah and uh vanna white stood in oh. and she did okay but she wasn't the best who was pressing the buttons uh i don't think anyone was pressing the buttons to be completely honest wow she's they just... were just like she, she is unnecessary. Unne no, I would say Vanna White's necessary. You oh, know, no, I think she should be there. Absolutely. But I was um, we were talking about Pat St. Jack and how nice he is. Like, he's so friendly and like encouraging to the guests and stuff on the show or the, the players on the show. 
and like he seems like you know he seems cool with Vanna or whatever. He's a he's sometimes a, sometimes he's a dick. Really, he's a right wing nut job. Apparently. Oh, he is. Yeah, I remember yeah. he had a uh, a show on CNBC or something for a short time, like yeah. a news talk show. Yeah, but it didn't didn't last well. But no, sometimes he seems like really kind of annoyed that they are solving the puzzle so quickly. Oh, okay, I can see that. I saw a clip he's of like, it where one of the ladies is like D. And he's like, she wants the D, and she's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, what are you doing? <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Sorry to interrupt your corrections. Uh, we also were unsure about the Obama surge. We weren't sure if that was Afghanistan or Iraq. Indeed, there was a surge for the Afghanistan war. Uh, soldiers went from about 30,000 to over 100,000. Thanks, uh, Obama. They're at his first team, so first term, rather. Uh, we're also discussing whether or not the U.S. had support and, in fact, for Operation Enduring Freedom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, they had nearly 60 other countries involved. So it was okay. not a... I mean, that's a good portion of the world. Yeah. Uh, Jeff was also questioning the names of right-wing news networks. Uh, the two big ones are OAN, um, One American News, and Newsmax. Uh, Newsmax, sorry. <laughs> Uh, which are more right-wing than Fox, and they're starting to get more popular because fuck. Yeah. Wow. Newsmax. Also. Newsmax, that's Newsmax. the one. Hey, I'm watching the news, Mac. It's like the hey. 1920s. <laughs> and stop. Uh, also, Jeff mentioned Gremlins 3. There is no Gremlins 3 yet. Uh, there is an HBO animated series that is coming out, and if that does well... Gremlins 3 is on the table. Did I say that I had seen Gremlins 3 or that? You said it was horrible. I swear I've seen a Gremlins 3. I swear. I'm, okay. It, I know, I know that you looked it up. It's not Gremlins if there is Gremlins. Okay. I know that you... Maybe, maybe I'm was, just thinking about the second one then. I mean, the second one is pretty bad. <sighs> in, right. in terms of, like, campiness, etc. Yeah. Did, okay, so the second one is that's the one that had all the different the gremlins yeah, with yeah. the different personalities, right? In New York and stuff. Okay. Cuz they were in like they got into a science lab. Wow. Yeah, I was the wrong. smart one and then the spider one and then you know whatever. Ugh. All right. Uh in episode 161, you burnt my flipping cheeseburger. Jeff said he thought <laughs> that Batty Winkle was the lady from the old Navy commercials. She uh -huh. is not. Okay. Uh the old lady commercials or the old Navy lady was named Carrie Donovan. She was an American fashion editor for Vogue and Harper's Bazaar and the New York Times Magazine. Uh, and she did, like, the 1997 performance fleece commercial, among other ones. Uh, Batty Winkle, on the other hand, gained notoriety after she uploaded an image to Twitter while wearing her great-granddaughter's clothing. Uh, oh. And she now has over 3.4 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. I always think, like, when you see old people doing stuff and, like... Um, you know, 72-year-old man runs a marathon or whatever. Wow, he's so brave. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow, that sucks for that guy to be like, you ran a marathon? That's crazy. How are you not dead? How did you not <laughs> die? You are so old. Like this, <laughs> like this lady, Batty Winkle, you're wearing kids' clothes? That's not, that's crazy. You don't wear children's clothing. <laughs> you're an adult who's you're almost dead. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Well, there you go. That's all the corrections I got. Also, this one time, uh, this this guy I used to work with used to call call older people young lady or young man. All right, step over here, young man, even though they're old. Um, and she complained about him. This one lady com complained about him. She's like, so what you're saying is I'm so old that it's funny to call me young. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to be funny. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's my, my personality. I'm sorry. I was just trying to. Je I'm just jerking your chain. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so old. She was pretty old. I mean, I, I'll give it to him. It, it, she it was old. <laughs> Love that kind of humor. Yeah. Someone should look into it. What, old people See, humor? If, you, if she was that old. Oh, yeah. 170, probably. I'm guessing. <laughs> She's not working very well anymore. <laughs> Her machineries. Uh, you know what's also old? Uh, <laughs> or ordering an ice cream at McDonald's and then them having the machine be broken. It's, it's I mean, become a meme. I mean, yeah, it's it's never. It's is it the ice cream or is it just the McFlurries? 
I think it's one and the same, right? Don't they make the McFlurries out of the ice cream? But I think the McFlurry machine, well, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Because the McFlurry machine is just a mixer, right? That's true. That's true. And they mix it with the spoon. That's so innovative. That's so cool. I mean, how do we stop having to clean this mixer all the time? Well, just make the spoon. spoon. That's fucking amazing. Very efficient. I like that. Very efficient. Yeah. Bad for sea turtles, of course. I used to get like the Sundays at McDonald's. Yeah. You you got ice cream in a cup with strawberry juice or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. Well, they don't do that anymore, though. No, they don't do all. Oh, yeah, they cut down their menu a lot. They don't even have the um, um, the parfaits anymore. Really? <laughs> COVID came and they're like, eh, no more parfaits. People are getting COVID from the fruit. I feel like part of it, too, was like parfaits really aren't great for you. And they're just like, ooh, this is not good on our menu. It's like how uh, P.F. Chang took off the double pan fried noodles. Oh, from really? their menu because it was like it was like the most calories of any restaurant food in the entire country because oh. it was like 3,800 calories or something ridiculous oh, that was like so that. So fucking good, <laughs> so good. I mean, it, yeah, 3,800 calories is a lot, but you're not going to eat the whole dish. There's too much. Yeah, just turn it into a like, small plate. Yeah, or or you know, just go. Yeah, this is a four serving thing. It's it's a it's a family style. People love small plates. Oh, another thing I did when uh, I was in. DC was I went to this uh, restaurant called Oyamel and it's by this famous chef named Jose Andres and I've never heard of him <laughs> he's very famous apparently but uh, it was so, so good famous you don't even know him exactly I got a tasting menu uh, with my friend and we each like uh, you know had some and I had you know what's you ceviche have you ever had ceviche uh, I've never had it but I've like seen um food network or whatever yeah. I've seen them it's like it's fish um and then yeah. instead of cooking like it cook it with uh, lemon juice or something lemon right? juice and vinegar and stuff yeah uh and it was so good it was like tender it was like really good sushi um oh man it was so good and then we had like eight different courses i think and i had quail for the first time oh really yeah not a fan wasn't, wasn't <laughs> very good well you know uh but oh man they had like shrimp and and you know, the ceviche makes me think uh, one of the other things we did this week was um, we watched, I think it's six episodes of the CNN show with um, Stanley Tucci. Where oh, he's yeah. going throughout Italy. Very good show. Liked it a lot. Good. Lots of good food that I want to eat. Yeah. Including things that I think that were kind of ceviche y. Oh, ceviche esque. Yes. Indeed. Good. Um, so we were, we were getting to this earlier, and we kind of got off track. We were. The, uh, Way off track. The Federal Trade Commission is looking into why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken, though the company itself is not under investigation. The move comes as the Biden administration looks broadly at whether manufacturers have been blocking owners from fixing broken products themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that okay. could be the problem. So it's not McDonald's, it's the manufacturers. Yeah. So like, um, hey, you got, it's like when the copy machine goes down, you got to get someone from Minolta out there to fix it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or a cannon or something. You can't just fix it yourself. So I've never worked at an ice cream place, but apparently those soft serve machines are can get really uh, a lot of um, bacteria in them if you don't clean them properly. So and then they take a long time to like uh, start up again. So if you have to clean it in the middle of the day, it might take a couple of hours to um, start back up, you know, like make the make the liquid into a frozen thing. Did we lose you? I think we lost Jason. Sorry. He's back. You know, I was just talking and uh, I accidentally had pressed the mute button. Wow. How does that happen? I don't. Well, it's right on the front. So I probably was moving the mic. Oh, yeah, probably. and, And bumped it. Yeah. But I was saying, yeah, that's. I think that's part of the problem. Is it's, it has to do with like the cleaning. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think there's something down there anyway. Uh, well, did you say advocates of the right to repair movement say companies should not make it nearly impossible for users and independent technicians to repair modern products? I agree with this. I don't know why. I, well. I, mean, I know why this is a thing because of capitalism, but it doesn't make any sense. So I should yeah. be able to take my phone, like my iPhone, somewhere to have it repaired and not. Well, that avoid the warranty and not void the warranty exactly. And, and they've been well, doing that for a long time. Like even on the bottom of old VCRs, it would have like a sticker mm-hmm. that said would say like. Um, 
uh, over like one of the important screws. Yeah, if the seal is broken, then then the um, the uh, vo- void the warranty is voided. Not that I'm not going to buy an Apple product because of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you can just take it to the Apple store and have them repair it. Of course. Yeah. Well, speaking of actually, this week I had an old iPod. Yeah. Like a first generation touch kind of iPod, and uh, it was broken. Uh, there was a screen issue, and it just wouldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And I found a screen on eBay for like twenty bucks, and I was like, I'm going to try replacing this screen. See if I can get this thing running again. Yeah. Uh, and so I ordered it, took it apart yesterday. It was very tedious because the screws are very small. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was able to fix it. Wow. Did you have... Screen was... worked. I can use it again. Nice. Was it one of those repair guides that has like a little square for each of the screws, the different types? No, no. It was... <laughs> no, I just watched a guy on YouTube. Oh, okay. I did... Um, I repaired... Um something on one of my my i like my old ibooks i think i installed a dvd instead of a cd like i re- re- swapped that out and it was pretty complicated but i had downloaded the guide on iFixit or whatever it was called at the time um and it was relatively easy it was complex but like because everything was all nicely laid out and instructions it was easy but from what I understand, the new products like the like the Mac MacBooks that yeah. you're not supposed to open the back. It's all glued in. It's glued in, but um yeah. you're not supposed to open the back of it because the like the batteries are just right there and they're just like soft pack batteries and it's mm-hmm. relatively easy to puncture and that's a big fire hazard. Yeah. So it's like dangerous to open it up, but like mm, you yeah. need, can you just put a protective shell on it so I can have it repaired anywhere I want to? No, that's wrong. Like, so I've done similar, th- like, I've got an uh, old Mac Tower yeah. that I can't upgrade anymore because the hardware isn't good. So I'm stuck on, like, three versions ago OS. Okay. But I've put in, like, a new graphics card. I've put in um, different memory. Like, I've done things inside of it. So it's not that hard as long as you just, you know, take your time. And it shouldn't be... It shouldn't be so difficult to get things fixed. Right. Um, I actually was looking to... So I have a iPod, like, third generation, back mm-hmm. before they were touches. Mm-hmm. And I dropped it. Oh, no. Right as we were about to leave for a vacation. Oh, jeez. Uh, the, the headphone got wrapped around the, like, banister cap thing and pulled it out of my hand because I was going down the stairs so quick. And it fell, like, six feet, hit the floor, won't turn on, messed up the hard drive. Damn. Oh, it's one of the uh, spinning I, hard drive ones? Yes. Yeah, that thing's it's, fucked. It's one of the old, old ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was watching a video, and they say that I can replace it with, like, there's a little, uh, like, card adapter thing. So I could take the hard drive out, put this thing in, and then put a compact flash or SD card in as the hard drive. Oh. And so it's, like, $30. I'm going to give it a try. That's they neat. said you can, like... You can put like an SSD in there and have like a two terabyte iPod classic. <laughs> that seems like a bit much. Like yeah. I don't need that much, but I'm going to give it a try and see if I can. It's like, it's like a, I've kept it all these years because it was a special edition Harry Potter one hmm. where it came with all the books already on it. And it had like the Hogwarts crest lasered into the back. And so uh, I've kept it because I'm like, oh, it's got this. But if I can put a new thing in and still use it, like, yeah. okay. It'll be like like magic. It will. So these uh, McDonald's franchise owners have, have reportedly complained that the ice cream machines are complicated and that fixing them when they break is hard. These machines require nightly automatic heat cleaning cycles that can last up to four hours to destroy bacteria. The cleaning cycle can fail, making the machine unusable until a repair technician can get them going again, owners say, according to the Wall Street Journal report. I always just assumed it was because the people that worked there didn't want to clean them. That's what I assumed. Or they, they like, didn't want to make the ice creams because they were complicated or whatever. That's what I always well, thought. Turns out, no. Poo on it's me. Bacteria killing four-hour auto cycle doesn't work. Right. So McDonald's says it understands the frustrations and has a team trying to solve it. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, 
Franchise owners tell the Wall Street Journal that they are tired of being the butt of many jokes, including from late night show hosts like Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert, but also on Twitter from Wendy's and Burger King. Yeah. And you know that Wendy's Twitter, they're not going to pull any punches. Yeah, they will drag you through the ice cream machine. They they will. Yeah. You yeah. need a lot of uh, sanitizing of the body after. Uh, Speaking of Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, a, a young Nazi sympathizer who downloaded bomb-making instructions has been sentenced to read classic novels, including Pride and I'm Prejudiced. I'm sorry, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> uh, this judge has to be a boomer. <laughs> judge Timothy Spencer told Ben John, age 21, that he could stay out of prison by avoiding white supremacy literature and read works by Jane Austen, William Shakespeare, and Charles Dickens. Yes, the the incredibly diverse group of Jane Austen, William Shakespeare, and Charles Dickens. Thank you. Well, you know, this took place in England, and they're British authors, so. Yeah. All right. The former... They need to learn to be more British. <laughs> the former De Montfort University student will have to return to court every four months to be tested on his reading by the judge after avoiding jail by the skin of his teeth. Number one. <laughs> well, John was ID'd as a terror risk at age 18, and he was referred to the Prevent Program but continue downloading right-wing documents and manuals with bomb-making instructions. Yeah. I like when the people are, um, when you call them racist, and they immediately are like, Republicans aren't racist. Like, uh, mm, nobody said Republicans. You said Republican. I just said racist. <laughs> you made that you, link, sir. You made that link, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this guy read about Nazis and wrote a letter raging against gay people, immigrants, and liberals. Yes. Well, on August 11th, he was found guilty by a jury of possessing information likely to be useful for preparing an act of terrorism and for potential, uh, sorry, with a potential maximum jail sentence of 15 years. Okay. It's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're downloading bomb making material. Like, y yeah. So I wonder, like, um,. <sighs> What's the difference between because I make a lot of plans and I have a lot of goals and I don't follow <laughs> through on any of them. So if you if I say, oh, I'm going to um, like, oh, I'm going to run that stop sign tomorrow. Could they give me a ticket for running the stop sign? Like I plan on running every mm -hmm. stop sign I ever I ever have. I remember coming up against the rest of my life. They'd be like, oh, I mean, intention to uh, run a stoplight. You know, it's a five dollar ticket. I feel like part of it might be that. They try to get these things before they happen because, you know, bombings and whatnot are pretty deadly, et cetera, yeah. and much more premeditated. I would say prevention in so this case is much better than the yeah. other. Yeah. So I think that's probably why, like, they wouldn't come after you for stop sign. Like, I'm going to go run a stop sign. Yeah. Okay. Did, wait, did but, you say bombings are messy? Deadly, I deadly. thought I said. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, yeah, I guess they would be. I mean, God, this bomb made a huge mess. <laughs> Damn it, get the mop. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and the scraper. <laughs> well, I'm going to new ceiling tiles in here. <laughs> Judge Spencer concluded that um, this uh, uh, Ben John's um, actions was likely an act of teenage folly. And an isolated incident. <laughs> I mean, you know, teenagers, they blow things up. So. <laughs> Not a big deal. Just, just teenage like, boys being boys. Everybody went through a bombing phase. I know I did. Why <laughs> why is he why did I make him a redneck? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the kind of thing a redneck would say. <laughs> uh, he told John at the sentence hearing to, uh that you are lonely, lonely individual with few, if any, true friends. Ouch. Uh, and asked him to promise that he would stop researching right-wing information, uh, which John did promise to do. Oh, unfortunately, he had his fingers so, crossed behind his back. Easy peasy. Oh, how could he betray like that? Fingers <sighs> crossed. We can't get him. That's double jeopardy. 
So yeah, so that's the thing. Um, you you could get um, you know, if they try you for murder, for example, and and you are found not guilty, and then you immediately say, "Just kidding, I killed that guy." They can't try you again for the murder. But they could get you for perjury if you were on the on the stand right. and said you didn't do it. Right. Yeah. Or something else. Things. And, and they also could get you in a civil case, not a legal case. Yes, and that's what happened to O.J. Simpson. Um, they yeah. could they could also get you for running that uh, stop sign. Yeah. I mean, I look forward to Ben John's book. If I blew it up, <laughs> tells us what he would have done. What he would have done if he had done it. Yeah. Okay, so this that's enough of that song. So this week, <laughs> we decided to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. We are doing, uh, we're trying to help the community, um, the local community, and the misconnections um, from Craigslist. So um, we're trying Possibly to get them out there, get them a little more, uh, a little more um, attention, and hopefully yeah. these people can find one another. And boost their signal. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. they didn't say anything at the time, but you know. They thought the best thing to do would be to anonymously post on a web board. Yeah. I should post um, a misconnection to the Coke Zero I should have had on my flight. <laughs> That'd be a good one. I, I think you should. Okay. We're going to do this? Sure. All right. Number one, visiting Howell, Fowlerville, Brighton in search of routine. Oh. Parentheses Howell. Hi, I'm visiting the area and just met the cutest AC repair guy. Great personality, bearded guy, no wedding ring. You seem to enjoy the attention. I love a thrill and wondered if you would get it on outside somewhere and feed me later. I'll take good care of that bulge. Boy, I hope he (laughs) finds, or she, he or she finds, I assume that's a guy. That's gay man language. (laughs) Um, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I hope he finds his, his uh, AC guy and gets that protein he's after. <laughs> well, <laughs> fingers crossed, I guess. Yeah. Don't art- uh, don't articulate too much. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, next one. <laughs> fresh time parking lot. I spoke to a redhead briefly in the fresh time parking lot. I should have asked if you would like to get a drink. Oh, that'll be good if we can find them. <laughs> that's very specific. Very specific, yeah. Redhead at fresh time. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Founder. <laughs> Meadowbrook, Ann Arbor. We talk for 30 seconds about your neighbor's dog. Would like to talk some more. <laughs> these, are these people. People coming on here. Do people like? Oh my gosh! I I need to post this. I I need to know the the end. I need to know like good <laughs> things that have happened. Not just not just hookups, but like good things that have happened from uh, these. Okay. <laughs> there is a reply button. We could just reply to all of these. Just like, hey, <laughs> did you find the person? I need to know. We'll have you on or our we podcast. Could, not, you could be the person. Not the AC repair guy. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would I would just talk to him um, personally. <laughs> Beautiful woman in the Patagonia hat? Question mark. Ann Arbor. At Stadium Hardware, 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon, I held the door for you. You shot me a second smile when pulling out of the parking lot. Maybe it was just a smile, but it made my day. Um, uh, and then there's like the smiling emo- like the emoji, but it's missing the colon. So there's just the nose yeah. and mouth. Good, good job. Yeah, good job. That's sure to impress Patagonia hat lady. Yeah, definitely. Was he not sure it was a Patagonia hat? Or? I don't. I maybe maybe he used to post on Yahoo Answers and just put that question mark there because it was necessary. I like this one. It's it's very, very good. They get they put names, so oh. this maybe will help out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Eric at Dolph Park, Ann Arbor. Hey, Eric, I'd really like to talk to you again, Tony. Wow, three exclamation points. Three. They're very excited. Yeah, they, she really wants to talk to Eric again. Wow. Beautiful dark hair, USA to go, Howell. 
Saturday around 3 p.m., you were getting into your car, black, small SUV, and we made eye contact several times. I think you may have been getting your nails done. You have dark black hair and beautiful. <laughs> I also just sat in my car and happened to look over at you as you were getting into your car. I should have rolled my window down to say hi. I'm guessing you probably shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of these misconnections come from like creepy men that are like looking at people and like smiling at them stuff and they're just like, ugh. Ooh, they smiled at me. They must want my dick. <laughs> Beautiful girl at Argo in beige bikini and blue fanny pack. And I walked by you and your two friends. While you carried your tubes by the Argo Rapids today, you had an orange tube and a blue fanny pack. Wow, you're gorgeous. Would love to take you out sometime. Very nice. Very nice. I, I mean, okay. Huron Street ran in front of your car. <laughs> Huron asked downtown. I was running pretty quickly in just my shorts through Huron Street, rush hour traffic, like Frogger. You were in a black SUV and shouted some flirty words as I ran by. You had dark hair and it was brief, but that was super attractive. I'm the dude that ran right by ya. Hope you see this girl. <laughs> I, I just did my like head back and forth. <laughs> Hope you see this girl. And if not, I run through there daily, smiling face. So, so the best part of this is, as you were reading, yeah, I was just picturing you. No, you were picturing me running shirtless uh, <laughs> down here on street in Ypsilanti. Don't be impressed. It, <laughs> Frogger like Lick bouncing off the side of cars, <laughs> like Jiminy Glick. Yeah, <laughs> you can jump on the backs of the uh, of the crocodiles in here on street, but don't jump into their mouths. After reading a couple more of those that we didn't read on the air, um, I think it's just old people. It, it is. It's, on there, on there. Yeah, it's <laughs> this old men who are just like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> I hope she wants it or he. <laughs> I don't know. The, the young shirtless guy, I assume, was young. But you, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. You almost hit me with an SUV. Love at first sight. Oh. I mean, that's a young idiot thing to think. <laughs> no person be like, what are you doing? My insurance is going to go up. <laughs> they don't want to meet people because they're like, ah, I've already been married four times. What the hell do I know? <laughs> There's one there. I don't remember which afterwards that we read. It was definitely a boomer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it had it was, that was the golf one. Yeah, boomer vibes. Like, who wants to play golf? <laughs> Loser buys beer. <laughs> LOL. Had the LOL in there, too. Uh, what? Uh, it means lots of love. <laughs> I still say LOL. Um, but younger people, I don't think say LOL yeah. anymore. They say haha, well, right? We, we, we invented it. So. Yeah, right. Lots of love. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, bulges, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Toss that one in there. You're still thinking of that uh, yeah. AC repair guy, huh? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, he sounds hot, and he enjoyed the attention. So you know, I got not? bad news. His name was Tyson Gilbert. Oh no, Tyson Gilbert was parked on a Tennessee highway and had blocked traffic. And when police arrived and attempted to pull him over, he ultimately sped away. Oh, that's the when end of that story. I, <laughs> when I pulled up behind him and turned my lights on. He took off and refused to stop. He was all over the road the whole time, said Tennessee Highway Patrol Trooper Bobby Johnson. Oh, Bobby Johnson. Uh, police chased the 39-year-old's Honda Accord through two counties. At some oh. point during the chase, oh, wow, that, this one takes a turn. At some point <laughs> during the chase, he severed his genitalia. I mean, that son of a bitch was going all over the place, and then he threw his dick out the window. Yeah, tell you well, what, that's the weirdest thing I've seen this Tuesday. He's probably <laughs> he's probably uh, on the run for a sex crime and was just trying to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> Look, if you cut it off, they can't get your dick print. Okay, that's, <laughs> then you're fine. <laughs> uh, 
Authorities said that Gilbert told them he cut off his penis because he heard voices from his car's radio that told him to do it in order to save the world. Oh, okay. Well, he shouldn't be procreating anyway, so that's probably I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, that that's... Hopefully, he's young enough that he hasn't yet. Yeah. We finally were able to box him in. Oh, we finally were able to box him in and got him stopped on Highway 70 right before the interstate at I-40 turned, took him into custody. He was then transported to Vanderbilt Hospital. Uh, Gilbert had previously been arrested and charged with several offenses oh. in Cooksville and spent time at Putnam County Jail in 2017. Wow. What a shame. He was also in the Putnam County. Yeah. yeah. He was in the Putney County Jail. <laughs> wow. He could be in the Putnam County Jail spelling bee. He could. Uh, that's not going to be good when he has to sit down to pee. In front of the other <laughs> inmates. Oh, man. Well. What the hell? I don't have no penis. I have to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> the radio told me to sit down while I pee. Well, you're already part lady. Give it on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, speaking of uh, procreation, no. Not using all of your body parts? Oh, okay. A new study finds men who don't speak clearly may have an edge with the ladies. And that's why I'm so unpopular with the ladies. I'll tell you what. That's why, that's why Boomhauer got so much tail on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on King of the Hill. Damn it, Boomhauer. <laughs> the, my favorite Boomhauer quote. I'm, I'm rewatching. Did I say this already or did we say it off the air? You were talking to me before. Rewatching uh, King of the Hill and my favorite Boomhauer quote from the first few episodes. They were they were creating a like a haunted house, mm -hmm. and he jumps out and he goes, "Dang old boo, man!" <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, scientists at the American Institute of Physics say males who speak less clearly or mumble tend to be more attractive because women see it as a sign of masculinity. Is that why everybody thinks I'm so feminine? Because I talk good. Conversely, why are you talk? Why are you talking gay? <laughs> Conversely, men find precise pronunciation alluring because it signifies femininity. Oh yeah, talk proper to me, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. I had nothing to say to that. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. He he does not have any liking at all for Eliza Doolittle. And then she starts talking good. And he's like, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's how the play goes. All right. Well, how does Pride and Prejudice go? Does the, the main character mumble through that one? Uh, they have. He has too much pride and she has too much prejudice. Or maybe it's the other way. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, researchers say that the findings published in the Journal of Acoustical Society of America. Oh. Uh, back evolutionary theories. Is that right? It is. From a sexual selection standpoint, males with traits that are slightly more masculine than average are typically preferred, says co-author Daniel, Dr. Daniel Stair from the University of California, Irvine. Uh, the scientists recorded 42 individuals while performing various speech tasks, uh, and then participants rated the attractiveness of the talker. Oh, no. So there's, you can there's tell the, the way he says AC. <laughs> he has a bulge. Um, so that's something that I've I've noticed is uh, especially with with so the southern men. Like if you mm -hmm. southern men, their s's are very like they're like s like this instead of like like slurred together. Yeah, they're kind of slurred together, and it, that's 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 the sign of masculinity. Is a man talks like this, and he you know he. He That's because you got some shoe in his mouth. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I don't. Of course, I don't get it. <laughs> but I also kind of code switch when I'm talking to men like that, so my my voice will drop a little bit. And like, oh, yeah. like this is well, seriously. Like if I'm talking to a dude, like this is usually how I talk to him. Like this. It just like, just like dag dag boo. A little deeper and just a, a softer s's, you know, instead of s. <laughs> hey. <laughs> when I'm talking to my gays. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, uh, the researchers, researchers focused on vowel space area, a quantitative index of intelligibility. Ooh, God, I'm so unattractive. The way that I said intelligibility, as a main acoustic feature. 
Constricted vowel space areas and lower perceived clarity is associated with a range of speech motor disorders, suggesting a lack of clarity may also have indicated the presence of disease to our ancestors. Ah. Dr. Stairs concludes. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I would think then that's why uh, drunk men have an easier time picking up women, maybe? It's not just the confidence, it's also the slurred speech. Uh, I mean, I've been told from movies that it's also, you know, they've got beer goggles. The field is wider. Is that right? Okay. That's what the movies say. Yeah, well, movies are always right. They are. That's why they make them. So, um, the next story. I uh -huh. was surprised to learn earlier that what you said about, you? about Dairy Queen. Uh, um, okay. So... Uh, this story is about a disgruntled customer at a Dairy Queen, but mm -hmm. you haven't been to a Dairy Queen in how long? I, I so long that I know that it was not in the last twenty years. In the last twenty, it was in the nineteen hundred. Last time I went to a Dairy, I feel like I've been to a Dairy Queen maybe once, maybe really. So. Mm -hmm. Dairy Queen's not always my first choice for ice cream. Normally, I'll try. Normally, I'll try to find like a, a Frosty Boy, like one of the local yeah. ones. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't avoid. Are you like you don't like their ice cream or like what? Well, I mean, most of the time when we go get ice cream, I just as close to a Frosty Boy right. as I am to a Dairy Queen. So yeah. why would I go to a Dairy Queen? Right. True. That was when I was uh, growing up, and I'd visit my dad in Ohio. That what Dairy Queen was the local ice cream place. Mm, so gotcha, that's just gotcha. where we went. So we just always went there. Yeah. So living here, we had Frosty Boy. Yeah. And that's where we went. Okay. Uh, when I lived in Virginia, we didn't live near anything, and I don't think they had a Dairy Queen. So I don't think we went out for like soft serve the entire time we lived there. You know, in the South, soft serve is not as popular because it fucking melts so fast. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Uh, and then when we lived more west in the state, we had a local place called Frosty Dan's. Frosty Dan? Yeah. I remember our bus driver on the last day of school, uh, we'd always pass Frosty Dan's yeah. uh, all year. And on the last day of school, she'd pull in and she'd buy everyone on the bus something. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was really good. I always got a slushy. Yeah. Because bus drivers don't make shit. No, no, definitely not. I mean, especially in the '80s. Yeah, she used all of her all of her pay for the entire school year just to buy you guys snacks at, at the Frosty Dance. I I don't know when you do something like that. I imagine that possibly you're just doing it to fill time. Okay, like you don't need the job, and also like it wasn't like we had like a packed full bus. Like there were a number of people, but I would say I don't know twenty, thirty, and okay. you're talking like in the '80s. Like my slushy was probably like seventy five cents. That's true. So yeah. you're talking maybe like fifty bucks. Yeah. Which you know it's more than fifty bucks today, but still, it's not like it's not like you're gonna go broke, right? Unless that was her job that she needed, in which case, wow, way to go, Miss Hurtleburn. Seriously, yeah. So back to this disgruntled customer at Dairy Queen, uh, uh -huh. in Port Alberni, British Columbia. This is not even an American mm -hmm. Dairy Queen. It's not surprising me. Took out his it frustration is. over being told to wear a mask by relieving himself in front of staff at the counter. Just whipped it out and peed on it. Yeah. He needs to have his dick cut off. <laughs> well, maybe himself. that's why he's running. That's why he was running from police. <laughs> yeah. He made it all the way to Tennessee before they caught him. They won't lie beat me now. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he had a bagel cutter in the car. So he's oh, just ka-chunk. Right off. Not a unitasker anymore, Alton Brown. And actually, uh, <laughs> and actually, you could—he probably stuck his dick through the bagel hole and then chopped the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. did two things at once. It's, so it's, it's lucky he's a moil. Suck on that, Alton Brown. Uh, the incident was captured on camera and appears to show the man urinating on the counter, uh, following an altercation with the restaurant employees. Wow, I've never been so angry that I wanted to pee. No, mm -mm. you know. I guess he was real pissed off. Yeah, ah, like I'm. Maybe he had to pee real bad anyway, and was just like, "Well, I might as well do it here because I'm mad because they're making me yeah. wear a mask." So in the video, the man can be heard arguing with staff 
and refusing to wear a mask before he unzips his pants and staff shrieking as he urinates on the counter. I mean, I guess it's lucky that he didn't try to give them some soft serve. Oh. <laughs> you know, they say the poo emoji is supposed to be an ice cream emoji. It's just chocolate ice cream. I don't think that's true. I think it literally is. Because there's a, there's a white one that looks exactly the same. I don't I don't think so. What I've heard. Really? I yeah. think because, uh, you know, Siri can um, can read things to you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you type out emojis, she will she will read the emoji to you. Interesting. Interesting. But what maybe it was named after on account of the fact that everyone just assumes that it's uh, that it's poop. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to uh, do? Rather than they're not. <laughs> uh, ooh, this is the first incident of this nature, said Royal Canadian Mounted Police Sergeant Chris Manso. I think people should just wear their masks and be safe and be polite. I agree. <laughs> right? And not piss on the counters of places you don't agree with. Like, it, yeah, it's like, just, oh, man, it's, I, obviously. It's a fucking Dairy Queen. I mean, are you going to get this mad and, like, go have a criminal record because of a Dairy Queen? I mean, that's like risking your life to go eat in, in a pandemic at, like, a Leo's Coney Island. Like, don't don't risk it. It's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. <laughs> so police have not made an arrest in the case, but are asking anyone with video of the incident to share it with investigators. Apparently someone at the RCMP has a piss fetish. <laughs> Look, I've been buying it from the RCMP for a while, right? <laughs> I like that it has pee at the end. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I guess even in Canada, they have a hole. Uh, yeah, I th yeah, I think there are assholes everywhere in the world. But Canadians are just generally so nice and you know polite. Yeah, it's only compared to us though. They're still dickheads. Some that's of them. true. Hey, could you put your mask on? Oh, sorry, I just put that on right now. Oh, sorry. Uh, just uh, I'll just pee a little bit on your on your corner here. Oops. Maybe the guy was visiting America. It could have been. Yeah. 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 So what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, it's possible that the reason you can't get a McFlurry is because it's stuck in a four-hour cleaning mode. Okay. Just don't pee. You'll be fine. We also learned that a white supremacist has to read. <laughs> uh, we learned that the radio told a guy to cut off his dick. <laughs> was it Mojo in the morning? That <laughs> <laughs> was part of his uh, War of the Roses thing. <laughs> And uh, cut off your dick now. <laughs> yeah, we we learned that um, men who mumble all of it are pretty cute. And finally, we learned uh, that some people are pissed off enough to piss on a friggin' thing. Yeah, counter. Fuck. Dang it. Well, this hour has been an hour and ten minutes. You know what movie I saw last week while I was uh, I was in visiting a friend and like we were in between watching Jeopardy and the Wheel of Fortune um, we watched Coneheads. Adam's Family Values? Coneheads. Oh. Coneheads? Yeah. Coneheads? Yeah. They come and, from France. Yeah. they. So that movie was fucking hilarious by the way. Um, but I didn't realize I don't how think I've seen it since the 1900s. Yeah. I didn't realize no, I how many famous Dairy Queen and then we went home and watched it. Oh yeah, perfect. I didn't realize how many famous people were in it. Like I was watching, oh, I was yeah? like, "Oh, that's like Michael Richards is in it, and um, it's probably got a ton of SNL people, right?" Oh yeah, like Phil Hartman and Adam Sandler and um, uh, David Spade and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it was crazy, and it's oh Drew Carey was Phil in it. Hartman. Oh Drew Carey, yeah, yeah Drew yeah. Carey was like, and he was in his glasses and stuff. He was just playing himself. <laughs> it seemed like I don't know. It was weird. And then he had to move to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a very, very good movie. I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, it was good. But like uh, those, uh, um, I, I only, uh, I knew of the people, but pretty much every movie that I watch, I go to IMDb and I look at the trivia. Oh, yeah. That's what you got to do. You have to. You have to. Every, almost like, every movie I watch. And sometimes I wait I, until the end because, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to be spoiled. Well, did you know that Dan Aykroyd took his daughter to see the film Coneheads? Uh, while it was being made, and she was so fascinated by the Conehead costumes, she asked for one of her own. You know, I did know and that. Then she was 
She was cast as Connie at age three, so she could get one of her own cones. Because I read that same trivia last week. <laughs> I, I'm on IMDb right now. <laughs> Incidentally, they say if uh, I liked Coneheads, I should try Airheads, Black Sheep, Tommy, Tommy Boy, or the Coneheads. It looks like animated. Uh, Billy made, Madison, Beverly Hills Ninja, Little Nicky. Coneheads animated? Apparently. Okay. Then a bunch of Adam Sandler stuff. Cartoons must be so cheap. They're just like, uh, anything that's remotely popular, they're just like, ah, cartoon it. We'll see what works. I don't know. Yeah. We'll do it. Like James Bond Jr. James Bond Jr. Coneheads. Um, what are some other? Oh, the, the, we were just, uh, oh, Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. They did the Beetlejuice uh, animated there show. It was a cartoon. I actually liked that cartoon. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, they did a lot of, like, 90s, the animated series, right? Yeah. Like Batman, the animated series. Yeah, that was a great show that too. By the way, very good. Yeah, they did that. Uh, the Mask of the Phantasm movie for it. Excellent. Oh yeah, they did a The Mask animated series. <laughs> I'm probably uh, not. Excellent. Ace Ventura animated. <laughs> probably also not excellent. No, it was. It you wasn't know, I was, great. I was flipping through the uh, the Instagram reels uh, yesterday. Yeah, and I came across one of uh, Jim Carrey walking through a grocery store doing like samples. Yeah. Taking, taking samples except it got more ridiculous as he went where he like would just take a bite out of an apple and just kind of throw it away and then he walks up and there's like a whole quarter of a watermelon and he just like picks the whole thing up and just like rubs his entire face on it like eating it and then like puts it down and keeps walking like nothing happened <laughs> sounds good yeah if well, i can find it i'll post it on the uh the facebook okay that sounds good and i'll probably forget to tweet about it yeah. what are you gonna do yeah. what are you gonna do 